you have no idea about how this goes, but you could be do excellently well on it. You could do excellently well. Like they could take you on a new another project, or they can say, "Oh, continue here because you are doing amazingly well." Like have faith in yourself. Like have that boldness and just speak over yourself. Speak life over yourself. You've got this, girl. You've got this, boo. Like I am going to make it. Like there is nothing that is going to stop me from achieving the goals that I want to achieve. And sometimes you just have to calm down. Sometimes you just have to talk to somebody and say, you know, how do I go about this and research and get the advice that you need. I see the walls before me. I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head off the ground. I see the world before me. I know what change is coming. I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off the ground. We break into everything. We break into everything. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions and most importantly opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break into everything. Hey guys, welcome to the Barabicus Corner where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Donker, as usual. I'm on here. This is season five of the podcast. And I've had this idea for the for season five this last year. So it was just like when to do it this year. I was thinking earlier, but because I had like so many other things that I planned during the year and I was just being so stretched. As I kept pushing it, but I felt like, okay, now is a time, especially that we're going into the second half of the year, 2022, I felt, okay, this is actually appropriate. The steps of my steps are ordered by the Lord, right? So I feel like, okay, this is the right time and the theme and for season five is faith over fear. And it's like, whenever God lays on my heart to do something, I always like keep seeing it around or... It's been talked about most often. So I'm just so glad to be able to come on here and just share what I feel like God is laying on my heart on faith of a fear and just to encourage anyone that is listening and everyone that will listen that our faith is so important. Do not let fear hold you back. And I'll share a little bit of... <laughs> probably what is going on right now inside of me because I'm just like Ugh. but yeah this just kind of like define what faith is and I'll just go the biblical way which is what the bible tells us of what faith is and in Hebrews 11 verse 1 which says faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen and English Standard Version says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Verse 2 says, for by it, the people of old received their commendation. Verse 3, by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. And so what this means is that you have an assurance 
of the thing that you want. You have an assurance of a desire that you want, but you don't see it. It's the conviction of things not seen. I want to try a different version. Well, the NKJV version is the one I had said earlier. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's not seen, but you already have have a hope for it, right? And that's what faith is, like believing for something to happen. You haven't seen it. It's just in your mind's eye, but physically you do not have it yet. And believing God that he's going to make a way to make that happen. And then fear, I go to Google definition. Fear is the most general term and implies anxiety, and usually loss of courage. Fear of the unknown dread usually adds the idea of intense reluctance to face or meet a person or situation and suggests aversion as well as anxiety. Face the meeting with dread fright implies the shock of sudden startling fear. So let me see if I see another. Yeah, Wikipedia says fear is an intensely unpleasant emotion in response to perceiving or recognizing a danger or threat, which is true, right? That's the other side of fear. Like you've sent something really bad coming up, but also how do you turn that fear into faith, right? So somebody would say fear is false evidence appearing real. And another person would say, <laughs> well, when the fear is the reality of the thing, it can be a false evidence. It's a real evidence. So there is all that distinction or definitions of fear. But the one thing that we know is that it's anxiety. It's a usual loss of courage. Like you're afraid about something. You don't want to do something. You are thinking about what another person will say that you have this urge in your heart to do something and you don't want to do it because you are afraid. Or like, I just share this, like Currently, I'm on this project as an audit consultant. You get to work on different projects in different companies. And depending on how long the period or the time frame that you've been given, sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's six months, sometimes it'd be a year or two. And so you're thrown into different projects. And like for me, it's like sometimes I have like the best project and I'm enjoying it. I'm like doing overtime sometimes, like just enjoying what I'm doing. And some other times it's like, I don't know how to go about this. And I'm on one of those projects recently right now and it's just like okay how do I go about this how do I do this like what do I do and it's like coming to that point of being afraid of what the next might be and so like today I was just coming to this point I was like just pray before you even start kind of in me like some days I would just wake up and just like cover my day I mean obviously I'm praying every day but also there are days that I'm just so intentional about what I'm going to do at work because for me when it comes to my work, I don't want to ever let anyone down. I want to make sure that I'm doing great. I'm doing well. Last week, I was telling talking to one of my managers, was like, I'm trying to be perfect. And she was like, remove perfection. Try to be your best. And I was like, yeah, that's a word. And so being able to have that conversation as well and just say, what well, I don't feel adequate enough on this project and I don't know what to do. But like that encouragement that I got is like, just keep going, just learn what you have to learn and do what you have to do. Try to get up to speed in the moment. And for me, I just want to get up to speed, like from the day one and I'm not like getting there. So it's that being afraid of what the next may be like. You don't want to get in a situation where you're in trouble and get a bad eval or evaluation or in a situation where you are fired, right? Because you're not doing your job well or something. But then again, I know that 
even before I got on a project, I majored in management. I know that I haven't done this part of audit before. So it should be a learning thing for me. And they're willing to throw me in, in, into it. I mean, letting me go into that for me, I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to learn. But every day thinking about you're not adequate enough. You're not good enough. And sometimes I have to just remind myself of the word of God, of what God is saying concerning my life, of what God is saying about me and keep moving. Because sometimes you say, do it afraid, right? <laughs> do it afraid. You're going to make mistakes. It's going to be shaky. So how do you even go about that? And throughout, I mean, Barbicus Corner, we say our slogan is stepping out on faith and defying the odds, right? And stepping out on faith is not funny. Stepping out on faith is not easy. Seven out of fate has its own trauma attached to it. Like the things that go through your mind, especially if you're not even getting any feedback from anyone telling you whether you're doing well or you're not doing well or anything. And even if somebody tells you you're not doing well, you're like, that's what I thought. I am not good enough. And so not getting that word, that good word can make you just sit down and just be like, I can't do this. I can't do that. And sometimes some people go into depression mode. Sometimes some people go and decide that, okay, you know what? I've got anxiety. I'm going to commit suicide and all of that. But I remember the word of God telling me that do not be anxious of anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication, hand it over to God. So for me, when I sit and on those kind of days, and I'm talking to someone who there are days that you feel bad. There are days that you feel sad because you feel inadequate because you feel like you're not beautiful enough. You feel like you're not doing well enough. You feel like you're supposed to have been somewhere and you are not there. I get that too. Like sometimes I'm like, I should be in a certain place by now in my life and I'm not there. Like God, why? Like what is this that is going on? But I'm just talking to this person and just letting you know when that time comes as a believer, if you are one and you're listening to it, you go back into the word of God. If you're not a believer, there's always words of affirmation that you go and remind yourself and just hear other people's story. That's why we have the podcast, right? Like you just go on and just listen to other people's stories and hear how they overcame stuff. And I just want to go back into Hebrews 11 and verse 3 says, by faith we understand that the words were, that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The other version said of universe, right? So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So it was not seen. It was not there. But by the spoken word, it came to pass. And I was just like going through, if you go to down to verse four, they call this the hall of faith for the people in the Bible that work by faith. And if you go through verse Hebrews 11, four to, I think to the end also, you hear stories of by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, right? And he went by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed as she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful to promise. Remember the story of Sarah where God she had visitors and Sarah and Abraham had visitors and they told them that one year, a year by this time you will carry your son and she was old and she laughed <laughs> because what God at this old age it's not possible but with God all things are possible that's one thing that we know and if God said it he's going to do it and that's one thing you have to understand about God the Bible says that his word does not go out void it goes to accomplish it goes to accomplish it does not return to him void so what 
whatever God has said, whatever promises he has said over your life, it's going to come to pass. Whatever tugging you felt in your spirit that this is how your life is going to play out. It is going to come to pass, right? And so not the false tugging in your heart because the Bible also says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us a spirit of sound mind. Let me go to that scripture and make sure that I'm quoting it correctly. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. That is 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And so when that fear comes in, make sure you're like, Mm-mm. God did not give me that. He gave me power. He gave me love. He gave me sound mind. And the Bible says that whose mind is stayed on him, he'll keep in perfect peace. And so anytime that I feel like my faith is wobbly, I feel like I'm losing my ground. I'm not standing firm or like I'm being, I'm disturbed by a situation. I go back into the word of God because my people have lost focus. We talk about when was it Peter tried to walk on water. The moment that he lost his focus, he began to sink. So our focus must be God. Our focus must be Christ. And so whatever as a believer, wherever you find yourself, make sure that you're focused on him. I know that times are hard. I know that times can be hard. Sometimes it can be difficult. It can be just unbelievable. But there are times I have come to that point where I had to whisper because I didn't have the strength to even quote a scripture. I didn't even have the strength to remember anything or do anything. All I can do is like, Lord, have your way. Like I would whisper like, cause I know that I needed it at that moment. I couldn't do anything. Bible says that the week say I'm strong. Right. So when I just wanted to go into that part by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come by faith. Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his friend because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. At that time, they wanted to kill little children. And who knows, Moses was supposed to be a deliverer and maybe God had already laid in their mom in the parents' heart or something. But even if God hadn't laid that in their heart, one thing they knew, my child is not going to die. Like I gave birth to this child, you are going to live. And so they hid him for three months. And that is faith. Like that is so much faith. And so I just want to even go back. I know we share about the people in the Bible, but people are living by faith. I was just listening to Tabitha Brown, America's mom. She said she had a vision board of that she wanted to be America's mom. Like this is the thing she wanted to achieve. And she had even told her husband about the things that were to come, like how, where they will be and all of that. And for it to come to reality now, it's your faith, right? Some people have vision boards and it's so good to have that and look at it and just remind yourself and speak life even as you see that vision board. Your mind is seeing things and it's coming to pass, right? For me, I don't have a vision board. I just write stuff down. Sometimes I write, oh, let me share this story. Oh, I remember when I was in London and that will bring me back to my own type of vision board thing that I do. So when I finished uni in London, I was hoping to stay a year or a couple of years to work. And I wanted to work in a bank. It has always been my desire from a very young age to work in a bank. And so when I finished uni, it was hard because, well, I had a couple of interviews, but then I had to renew my visa. My visa was about to expire. Well, it had expired and I was renewing it, hoping that they'll give me like two years or a year. I'm in the country already. I'm about to, I mean, my, my visa expired just before I could finish my degree 
And so I had to renew it. Even that renewal was just an issue, like going back and forth, they rejected me. The first time I'm like, why would you reject me? I have to finish my course. What is like, what is your reason? Eventually they extended it and they just extended it a little while, like even three or four months. And so I finished uni in March 2011 and they extended it till July 2011. So I had like, I think three, four months to leave. And so prior to that, my desire was, okay, I want to work in a bank. I had gotten some interviews and like even one of the interviews, I I had a feeling that I was going to get a job, but they were like, we need your visa, your passport to have 15 months, above 15 months on it to say that your visa to say you have more than 15 months in it. And so I was praying. I was like, God, like, I really want this. I really do want to work here and all of that. Just get the experience before I move back. But and even though I really wanted to move back anyway, isn't like for real, for real, you have no idea. I went to my, my family for five years. And at that moment, I was hungry to see that I just want to go home. Like, there was nothing like I'm going to spend money to buy a ticket because that money could go to pay my fees or something. So I like, there is nothing like that. Like, that's why I was there. But for the most part, I'd rather stay. And so at that point, I wanted to go home too. But then again, I was praying this prayer, like, God help me. I really want to work as well. Because obviously, if I did get a good job, I could go on holiday and come back and continue working. But it didn't happen. I still had the vision. So I had on my wall in the room that the family I was staying with, my London parents, I had on the wall in their room. Congratulations, you've got the job at the bank. And so the way their house is set up, when you enter the living room, when you open the door to their house, you can see through into my room if my room door is open, right? And most of the time, that room was always open for some reason, because they were always, there's my London parents are caterers. So it was always, they had a fridge in there as well. So it was like going in and out to pick up stuff. So it's most, half of the time it was open. So if you enter through the door, you would see the right congratulations you've got the job at the bank I mean you have to get more closer to the room to see it but like it was pasted on the wall and so people will come to the house and be like congratulations and I was like thank you that's a faith thing I haven't gotten the job yet <laughs> it was so funny like you just and that for me that was like just taking it and embracing it and even when I didn't get the my visa extended I still had that I think when I moved back to Gambia. I think I, I don't remember what I had on the wall or something, but I remember that I was looking for jobs at the bank. And so there was this day I was part of this youth group and they had a, a meeting, well, like a cell meeting, and it was testimony time. And I'd applied to jobs, like I wasn't getting any feedback. And I went and I gave a testimony. I was like, I just want to thank God that I got a job at the bank. <laughs> And God helped me to have this faith again, this kind of faith. Like I went and I stood there and I said, I got a job at the bank. I just want to give God all the glory. I appreciate him for that. (laughs) But listen, my friend was looking at me like, you got a job? You didn't tell me? I was like, no, I haven't gotten a job, but this is my testimony. Like I am giving this testimony already. And believe you me, I think the following week I got a call that I got a job and it was like, thank you, God. Like, I'm so appreciated. I was on that job for five years even before I moved to, like, that was my job till I moved to U.S. And like, I'm just so grateful having that kind of faith. Even when I was back home, <laughs> I had another a post on the wall and I'd say, like, I said, I'm going to work in your there was a particular job. I was looking for a UN job. And I was like, I'm going to work in UN in New York City. <laughs> I didn't move to New York City yet. I haven't even moved to US. Talk of where the city I was going to leave it. But I had that on my wall. And because I, I love to work with young people. I love to 
help. I love to advocate for young people and all of that. So that was out there on the wall. And I, till this day, like I have got a couple of interviews there before, but I have not gotten that job yet. And it's not like on my A-list right now, but if it comes, hallelujah. If it doesn't, I'm not like pressured by it to go into that because I always know that my steps are ordered by the Lord and the direction that God wants me to go, I will go. And so I'm not too like, I would want it, but it's not like my focal point. But my point is that for me, my vision board sometimes is just, I can have like a key I can have like an outfit or something to say, when I get this, this is what I'm going to use. So one of the other ones that I had was my little parents gave me a, a gift. I think it was a Christmas gift once. It was a key holder. And I said, when I move into my own apartment, I will use that as my key holder and definitely move to my own apartment. And I use that key holder. Even when I moved here, I had another key holder, a really nice one that I love. And I said to myself, when I had just moved here, when I moved to my own apartment, I'm going to use that. And so having that, just sitting down somewhere, just like when I move, like it reminds me. And so when I see it, I'm just like, thank you, God, I have my apartment. Thank you, God, I'm moving. So when I moved to my apartment, I have the keyhole that I used it. I have this candle my one of my friends gave me. I really like the candle. It's called Friendship or something, Friends on it. I have it by my bedside. I said, when I move to my own house, I'm going to use it. Like, so it's sitting down there. It's by my side. And so Whenever I see that, I'm like, when I move to my own house, I'm going to use this candle. Like, I haven't even burnt the candle yet. When you open the candle, it's already smelling, but like, it smells really good. And I'm like, when I move to my own. So for me, that's how I remember, or I put it out there, like, this is what I want to do. I have this outfit that I want. I was like, when I have to speak somewhere, I'm going to use that. It, I mean, I have one of it. It was two. I have one of it still waiting. The other one, I was going out. I didn't have anything to wear. And I just wore that. But my point is, there's so many things that you can do to build your faith. So for me, it's just having these things to remember. And so because they are by my side, I'm able to see them and I'm able to remember and I'm able to speak life to myself, you will get there. And that's just the faith, believing in God that he will make a way. When we go through the stories this year, our Barabicus Corner, our Barabicus of the month, you would see that for the first for January, I'm not having internet. I don't know why my phone is acting up. I have no idea. But here we are in January, my dad was on. He had faith that when he moved to Gambia to start a school, he was a preacher. I mean, he is a preacher. He had a church on the side, but he thought, okay, why not build a school? He had faith to build a school. And now this school is over 20 years old, I believe. It started in 94 or so, 2004, 2014. Yeah, it was almost 30 years. And it's like a lot of students have graduated from that school, doing amazingly well and in key positions around the world. So so like he's proud that he was able to step out on faith and defy the odds. And so whatever you, you're doing, just know that one thing I always say on Barabaka's Corner, you are connected to people that you know or may not know of. People's destiny is that connected to you. I've forgotten that, that line. I haven't used it in a while, but people's destinies are connected to you, you stepping out on faith. And so when you don't step out on faith, they lose out on what they're supposed to achieve and what they're supposed to do. And so, and your story is going to be, I've seen that on social media somewhere, it's like your story is going to be somebody's guide to achieving their goal. You step on our faith, it's going to help somebody to reach their goal. And February, we had my friend, I've never seen him before, Raphael Steven, he was our director of February and he stepped out on faith and he's doing amazingly well. Like he started this organization, Fame, 
where fashion and made for excellence, where they encourage young people and teach them on leadership so that by the time that they are older, yo, like it's going to be an amazing, the ripple effect is going to be great. And right now, one of his kids, one of the young people or the facilitators went to uni and 60 people were now into this leadership program. And I was like, if one person, there's 60 people and I don't know how many thousands of people being able to I think 19,000 people, they've been able to do this leadership program with, then if you multiply that, that's one point something million. If one of that person, one of each person, each of those 19,000 people are able to help 60 people, that's one point something million people that their lives have been impacted, their lives have been changed, their mindsets have been changed. And so stepping out on faith, it's not just about you, it's about the others that are involved. I saw this video the other day and it's like the trees... They are blowing and helping the environment. The sea is moving and it's doing something like this is doing that for other people. It's not, it is the tree is not standing there blowing for itself. The sea is not there for itself. Who goes into the sea doesn't swim in itself. Like, can you imagine the sea saying, I'm going to swim? <laughs> other people rather come and say, I'm going to use it. Right. And so whatever you are doing, is not just about you. It's about others. What do we have in March? Oh, Jumi Ogunyemi. She was our biobreaker for March. March and she she's a founder of Glam Naturally Oil and she stepped out on faith a few years ago and now she's one of Forbes next 1,000 honorees. Can you imagine that? Just stepping out on faith and just being on Forbes too. Like I think it's been less than five years since she started. So just think about it. Like whatever you're doing, I talked about Abraham, I talked about Moses, but there are people in real life that are stepping out on faith. I just wanted you to know that it's not just in the Bible. It's not just in the book. It's people are living it. And so stepping out on faith is so, so important, like faith over fear. And that's why I'm, I just want to bring people on to the podcast to come and share their stories. And so that we are encouraged to hear what they have. In April, we had Kumbel Good Akibogu and she, her desire was to be a medical doctor but faith led her into computer science and she's doing amazingly well she also has her own business on the side crash and one of the things that stories that she shared was trying to get into uni through the Chevenin scholarship and she had tried the first time she failed and then the second time she just passed she was like no it's not gonna happen but the third time she just had to study to try again and she got in and so it's amazing like you just have to keep pushing and there are so many stories i've interviewed a couple of people already coming on to the season and it's just amazing i have an awesome lineup of people just trying to get them together to come on oh in may we had renee q and she talked on how she went for an interview that she was not qualified for but because of her dressing, because of her, the way she dressed up all the time, her, her physical appearance, her boss was like, you always dress this way. You, you fit this interview. Just go. Like, just go. You will not get it. And she did not even plan on getting it. She's like, but she went on faith. Like, by faith, like, she went. Just went for that interview. She was going to represent her company. And so they had so much faith in her to go. And because they had faith in her, she was able to go. And now that she went, she represented her company very well. And they hired her for a job that she had no idea. And I'm thinking to myself, girl, you are on this project and you are saying to 
yourself. You have no idea about how this goes, but you could be do excellently well on it. You could do excellently well. Like they could take you on a new another project, or they can say, "Oh, continue here because you are doing amazingly well." Like have faith in yourself. Like have that boldness and just speak over yourself. Speak life over yourself. You've got this, girl. You've got this, boo. Like I am going to make it. Like there is nothing that is going to stop me from achieving the goals that I want to achieve. And sometimes you just have to calm down. Sometimes you just have to talk to somebody and say, you know, how do I go about this and research and get the advice that you need. And our biographer for June, Bits, Mohamed Mutar Bitey, he graduated with a degree in biology and then he decided to go into photography with an iPhone, what, 6? Was it iPhone 6, he said? Yeah, so iPhone 6. And now he has this contract working with AFP photos. Like, come on, somebody that started with iPhone 6 and now he's doing amazingly well. This was which year? Like, I think he said 2018 or so that he graduated with biology. And this is what, 2022, 2021, I can't remember whether it's 2018 or 2019 or 2020, but he graduated. That's what we know in biology. And then now he's now into photography. Like, go listen to the podcast go listen to their stories but like it just tells you not to limit yourself if you have the second in your heart to do something just go for it do not stop do not let anything stop you do not let anything distract you like have faith and it may not be easy it may not look like you can do it but just go ahead and do it at the end of the day you are going to make it i said this earlier in one of the podcasts with our barbara of the month in February. i was like there's a generation fade in a way and so if we are not prepared we're not prepared enough to take over when they are no longer here when they are no longer able to do that work that they were they are doing we have to take over and so the work is now and this generation is different this generation wants to do things differently but if you sit and relax it's gonna pass you by and there'll be that gap and we are trying to fill in that gap we are meant to go in and take over spaces and places and that we never thought ever be in but if you don't start now you never realize the other doors that are available to you you know i found myself praying was it yesterday right and i was like god help me to be in rooms or in spaces that will help me navigate this very breakers corner and the projects that i have in place like i just want to be in the right place at the right time so that when the time comes for me to go full-time into very breakers corner i can be able to do it and do it well i just don't want to do it with a limited mindset but god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the call said it right right so you just have to push you just have to go through you just have to make it and just go you may not have the capabilities of doing you may not have the strength you may not have the know-how but you have to take a step i had no idea what social media like my social media was just for personal social media was just for posting personal stuff but like going all out youtubing podcasting and here we are on social media like i didn't know i didn't think podcasting was going to be part of it i didn't think the projects that i have done even in this past couple of months was going to be part of it and the things that are coming forth i didn't think about that but god knew and god made a way in you every single time like by the next season i'm thinking what is it going to be the topic for the next i already have a topic in mind for my next season of the podcast like i already have that in mind because God gave it to me. If I never took that step of faith, I'll never have the idea for the next. So my thing is you may be seeing just one thing, but there are so many other doors behind this door. You have to take that step of faith. You will not find out about the other doors unless you open the first door. And then the first door will lead you to the second door and the second door will lead you to the third door. Like it's so, like, I don't even know what's next. I know what I have planned for this year. Coming up soon, about to, and I'll definitely be announcing them soon. But 
like after what I have planned, what's next? I had this thing. Maybe I'll just say it here. I wrote a book, a children's book a couple of years ago, 2018, January to be specific. And like I had had this desire to be a children's book author so many years ago as a kid. And so coming to this point, writing this book and I wanted to publish it last year and then I pushed it over and this year I was like, okay, I want to get it done this year. And I keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. One of the days the Holy Spirit said to me, you said, Barry Rickers corner, stepping out on faith and defying the odds. And now what are you doing? Because I kept saying, okay, I just want to put my finances together and then I'll be, because I don't know what it entails, how much it's going to cost me. But I know that I have to publish a book and I'm like, okay, let me get my finances together and I'll get it going. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you said, step out on faith and defy the earth. But what are you doing? Why are you waiting till you achieve something or gain something before you get that thing done? Obviously you have to plan, you have to prepare. I'm not saying don't plan and prepare. But what I'm saying is, Make sure that you step out of faith. Don't let anything else hold you back. So for me, that was a word for me. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. All right, all right, let's get this. Let this let, let's get this going. So just stepping out on faith and not being afraid and just doing what you have to do. Like, don't let anything stop you. Don't let anything hold you back. Whatever is holding you back, push you down to the side and say, you know what? I'm going to get this done. And step out on faith. God is on your side. If you have that tugging in your heart, don't let anything stop you. So this season five of the podcast is about faith over fear. And I'm just reaching out to people. I'm even stepping out on faith and I reached out to two people that I never thought would be on the podcast. Like it was just by faith that I reached out to them. Like I have never met them. I have no, I don't know them. I just know them through social media and I just love their stories and I just thought I'll bring them on and they answered and I was like, that's faith. And so that's how I'm just growing my faith, reaching out to other people and getting them on the podcast and connecting with them and networking. So I pray that season five will just empower you and encourage you to do greater, to step out on faith, to do the more, if it, especially that we're going to the second half of the year. I'm so looking forward to this many stories that I'll get to hear from you and telling me how you got over your fear and then did the fate work, like stepped into the work that you're supposed to do or that job or, or that connection, whatever it is, shoot your shot. <laughs> Go back to my blog post last year, January, dribble, dribble, blue. Was it last year, January? Yes. Dribble, dribble, uh, shoot your shot on the blog. You'll see it on barrymakerscorner.org. You'll see that there. Yeah. So this is season five of the podcast. I can't wait to hear from you guys. I can't wait to share the many people that are going to be on here. Thank you so much. And I hope this episode, the introductory <laughs> episode is encourages you to step out on faith. Don't let anything hold you back. You've got this. God bless you. And I love you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the BB Corner Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Vegandia, West Africa. Breaking through every